Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Hearts of Men, a Rock Life podcast, where we discuss what affects men um, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Um, I am your host, Brandon. And I'm Arlen. And today, um, you know, we're glad to be back with you. Um, Definitely. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed the last four episodes that were released <laughs> the last <laughs> time. Um, we uh, we were here last week uh, or the last time because um, it was supposed to be my anniversary weekend, but I ended up getting sick. But you know, I mean, it, I mean, our, and our daughter got sick. So, oh man. But you know, it was all good. So, hopefully, everybody we're is you good now. Everybody good? Feeling good? Oh, it, yeah, everybody's a hundred percent better now. Good before so. Uh, praise God for that, because we was like, oh, we we can't keep getting sick. We can't be sick like this. Yeah. And I and I don't hardly ever get sick. So when I got sick, I got sick. Like I get <laughs> down. Yep. So that's normally how it goes. You get, you don't you know you go years without getting sick, and then the moment you get sick, it's like boom, everything shut down. Right. It's like it's like man. It's like ha- like has this body ever been sick? <laughs> like what is this feeling? Yep. But um, so we got a new topic on for tonight. Um, go ahead, um, Arla. Yeah. So I was thinking. Um, well, actually, I was looking at a um, a video. Uh, this was a couple of weeks back, and there was like this. It was a psychologist. She was just uh, basically she would go in to certain prisons and interview some of these guys who were like locked up, who who committed like you know murders, you know armed robberies, and, and things of that nature. So she said one of the, the common themes that she found within all of the inmates and all of the people that she, you know, she spoke with and interviewed is something like horrific happened in their childhood, right? Whether it mm. was, you know, they were molested, you know, raped, uh, you know, something uh, like, you know, horrible abuse happened to them, whether it be, you know, physical, mental abuse, psychological, verbal abuse. So all of these these men and women um were you know went through some type of you know serious childhood trauma you know growing up you know from you know childhood age up until you know their teens and even in some you know young adult years um so it it led me to think you know this would be a great topic to discuss on the childhood trauma that certain men go through how it affects them when they're adults so a lot of the behaviors that they either they, you know, we see in, you know, criminals or just, you know, p- people with like mental, mental health issues, there's something that happened to them when they were, you know, younger that they either, you know, haven't told anybody, you know, they haven't went through any type of therapy or anything like that. So they're just really internalizing the feelings and, you know, what happened to them back then. And then it just spills out into, you know, the adult life. So, you know, and then we've also touched on, you know, depression and alcoholism and, you know, drug use and all of that stuff. So some of that, it all plays in together. You know, when someone goes through something as a child or early on in life, uh, it'll often, and then they haven't dealt with it, right? They haven't dealt with the uh, the trauma. It'll definitely um, impact m- more likely negatively in their uh in their adulthood yeah that's that's true yeah so she was talking to these it was these group of gang members and she's like you know um 
she was just basically trying to find a commonality like all right why why are you guys you know in jail constantly over and over and then as you know they you know gained her trust and you know they're talking to her more and she's like okay these guys you know this guy was molested by a close family member you know this person was neglected so he had to pretty much kind of navigate on his own as you know five six seven eight year old um, and then, you know, someone else may have seen somebody murdered. And then, you know, it was just kind of like the norm in the neighborhood. So um, and, you know, sometimes we really don't think about that. Right. Like if something that happened when you were five or six and, you you know, that it can affect you when you're 40. Um, you know, even myself, there's things that, you know, I've seen as a young child that, you know, it could have affected me, you know, growing up as an adult. But, you know, see, I had positive reinforcement there to walk me through certain things that I may have seen or witnessed. Um, so, you know, I was able to, you know, verbalize and talk it out or, you know, I had family members who would explain if something like that happened, you know, they were there to, you know, explain and talk through, talk it through with me. But a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of men and women don't have that, you know? So, you know, you see, you know, these, these guys who are just criminals, you know, I have cousins who have been in and out of the prison system pretty much the majority of their lives and it's like you know why is it yeah i know you don't like being in there but why do you keep going in there and it's basically something that happened to them you know as a child that they really haven't dealt with as an right. adult yeah i mean there's i mean there's a lot of stuff that um that people can go through as a child like you um like you were stating um i can't think of any as far as me at, at the moment but i mean i'm sure there's something that you know well like bullying that can that can actually traumatize somebody yeah at a um like you're in elementary school you get and you're you're traumatized just by that because um and it can affect you when you just don't know it because um i was bullied as a kid and you know just you know people like i had an actual bully somebody beat me up like was trying to beat me up every day on the school on playground so you know there was times i didn't want to go out on the playground just because of that mm-hmm. uh, times i um didn't want to like i was scared to defend myself because of you know because of the bully because because he made me feel so insecure and afraid you know, exactly. I think about you know didn't think about like how is that going to affect me in my you know later in life right you know, you never know. Yep. And then, you know, like you said, as far as bullying goes, you know, being bullied, you know, in elementary school, middle school, even in high school, how that can affect someone's confidence, you know, being a, a, a grown adult. So there's a lot of people who I know who were bullied, you know, as kids. I've seen, you know, kids get bullied. I was the I was the person, if I see someone get bullied, I will stand up to the bully like, no, you're not going to let that happen. Right. There's a, a whole story and we can get into it later that I, I pretty much was kind of like the, uh, I was friends with the bullies and then I was friends with the kids that got bullied. So I was kind of like that in between. So I was able to mediate certain situations like that. But seeing kids get bullied and seeing them now, there was this one guy I went to middle school with, he would get bullied all the time and seeing how he turned out. I mean, he was like really, I mean, just super quiet, you know, confidence, self-esteem level was super low. And it all stemmed from him getting bullied. And then on top of that, he didn't have any reinforcements at home. 
So he would get bullied and, and you know, hit, they would call him like little nerd, geek or whatever. And then he would go home and then he really, there was no love in the household. So he was believing those thoughts that the bully would, you know, would say like, well, maybe I am geeky. Maybe I am ugly, you know, so there, there wasn't no reinforcement. Um, me, myself, you know, in element in well, middle school, I used to get called nerd all the time, right? I mean, because I, you know, got good grades. I, they just called me like Steve Urkel. But I didn't let that affect me as far as, you know, down the line, right? Because I had positive reinforcements at home. And, um, you know, I had grew up around a lot of love and laughter. So um, I, I was able to, to to combat the bullying when, you know, that happened. And like I said, I was I was cool with the bullies and I was cool with the bully, the, the kids that were getting bullied. Um, but, you know, just seeing how that affected that particular friend that got bullied constantly, even to this day, he's still kind of, you know, real timid, you know, when he's around certain people, real, real quiet and, you know, low self-esteem. And, you know, we're almost 40 years old. So this was, you know, almost, you know, over well over close to 25 or, or over 25 years ago. So it just shows you, you know, that particular, just something like bullying. It doesn't have to be like, you know, anything super serious, like, you know, you seeing somebody get murdered or someone in a close family member is molesting you or anything like that. It could just be, you know, something like bu is bullying that can, you know, have a, a huge effect on you when you get older. Yeah, um, definitely. There was because, um, and like when you don't have that positive reinforcement, because I, I mean, I probably could have had it, but I didn't, um, I never expressed it to anybody that I was getting yeah. bullied. So it was just like, um, I didn't, I didn't get that positive, you know, that positive reinforcement, which I could have gotten. But there's a lot of people that's scared to do that, you know, because exactly. they're traumatized so much. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that that has an effect. Um, but also, there's, um, you know, there's people, um, like that can actually, because I actually got to confront my bully when I got older in high school. Like he, um, like I hadn't seen him since elementary. Like then, like we we went to middle schools, different middle school. It was different middle schools. Then he just happened to show up one day at my high school, like he was starting to go there, and you know, and it brought all that back. The fact just seeing him that one time, like brought it all back, and it was like it was like frustrating because like we're in high school now, we're teenagers. I shouldn't be feeling yeah. like, that. right and. And then, so, you know, but, you know, most people don't do this. Like, I confronted them. I was like, I'm not take, I'm not dealing with your, you know, with your mess anymore. You know, you're not, this is not elementary school. You're not about to mm -hmm. bully me in high school. Yep. So, it was, it's it like, it was safe to say, like, I got over that particular trauma, um, you know, in high school. Um, I became, because I, I actually became more confident, trying to stood up for myself a little bit more in high school. Um but that, but it was the fact that that trauma still was, but that was still there. That's how, that's how, you know, when, like, if you, like, if something happens to you, like that creates the trauma, even though if you don't think about it years down the line, that like some one little reminder can bring, can bring that emotions flooding back to you exactly. unknowingly. And then it'd be like, Oh, wow. This yep. did happen to me. I was like, I can't believe I forgot about this. Exactly. Exactly. And then 
Um, it can go another way too, as far as I was telling the story of the the lady or the psychologist that was interviewing all of these inmates, um, you know, that they either got molested as a child or just seen something really just heinous. Um, and then they basically become kind of like, bull, not bullies, but they, they, you know, become over masculine, like, you know, nobody's going to touch me or if I have kids, nobody's going to touch my kids. So they, they kind of get this extra, I don't know, boost of testosterone or whatever. And then they ended up becoming violent because it's just like, you know, and then they're taking all their anger out on somebody. Right. So it could be like in a, they're in a relationship or they could be angry and they just take it there, end up killing someone and then le leaves them into jail. And then that was her whole study is, you know, why are you in jail? She was just basically trying to um, get to the, the basis or the point to why are, are all these particular men from this particular area in jail? And it goes back to something that happened, you know, as a child. So me myself, me myself, you know, you know, I love to work with kids specifically, you know, from from elementary school up to high school, more specifically high school um, kids who, you know, want to go to college and, you know, they want to have a career, but they just really don't have the support at home or, or they may, you know, get bullied. You know, they they're falling into peer pressure. So I always like to or find the opportunity to to be a mentor um, to, you know, young kids just to, you know, add that positive reinforcement since, you know, I had it growing up. So I would, you know, definitely give back or, you know, make sure someone else has an opportunity to have that because I definitely know what it is to, I know what it is to be bullied and I know what it is to bully someone. I've, I've been on both sides of the fence. So, um, you know, I always love to give back and, and, and always reinforce into our young kids, you know, that, you know, no matter what, the odds are no matter what neighborhood you're from, no matter, you know, what situations you've been through that you can, you can come out on it. You can come out of it on the other end and, and be successful despite of, you know, how it looks in your neighborhood or, you know, no one in your family's went to college. That, that doesn't mean that you can't go to college. So right. I try to, I try to always be that positive reinforcement um, when, when, when possible. Uh, and I've, I've been a mentor for pretty officially about, 25 years um to to you know the youth whether it was through church or whether it was through school or or something like that so um that's it's always my mission to give back to to you know the youth because you know i don't i i really don't want to see none of our young people you know end up in jail or in, in a situation where they really don't know what to do so it just it starts with with us and you know just adding that positive reinforcement and and also showing them love, showing them genuine love. Yeah, that that's definitely a that's def that's definitely a factor. Um, like you said, you how you was the you know you was the bully you you been a bully and you were bullied. I experienced that myself and I did that in high school. It was like I became like a sort of a bully like and I didn't mean to and I had to realize I was like once I realized that I was like oh I can't keep going down this route. Okay. This is not who I'm like. I know how this feels, and then um, what? Like you said, I was like the friends with the people being bullied. Bullies. Always like I, like I always tell people like, well, you know, leave like leave just leave them alone. You know, don't don't do this. Blah blah blah. Sometimes sometimes you know they did it. Sometimes you know they try to bully me, and I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna take that. Um, but I I agree with you like when um, people don't confront their their past trauma their um, it does likely especially with men like it that extra 
testosterone buildup, mm-hmm. and, and they feel like you know they have to they have to be tough, you know, and don't want to you know they don't show that insecurities. Right. Exactly. Like, like you said, nobody's going to ever do this to me again, or nobody's going to do this to my kids. But it all comes down to the fact of, um, you know, but what made you this way? Like, what what caused you to be like that? And, you know, what traumas are you not facing or traumas, you know, are you dealing with? Yeah. Like, yeah and, that, and, and, and things like that get swept up under the rug, especially like, you know, a, a young man getting molested, you know, it just they try to just, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that way. So I'm going to just do the, the entire opposite to prove to myself that I'm not like that, or I didn't like that, or I don't want that to happen to someone else. And then it just goes, leads down this whole rabbit hole of just, you know, other things, whether it be crime, you're in a relationship with a young woman, abuse, then you start abusing drugs and alcohol. So it just, it spawns, but the root, the root cause of it just really not, it hasn't been addressed or, you know, someone, either they don't want no one to know. They're just like, I'm just going to keep that to myself. That happened, you know, 20 years ago, not realizing that it's affecting their their lives in the current time. Right. Um, yeah. So it's, it's um, a lot of people really don't give it thought. And a lot of people just try to put that in the, the back of their minds or in their the back of their closets and you right. know, just forget about it. But sometimes, you know, certain triggers will happen and it'll just trigger it and then you you have those thoughts or you know those memories will come up and then cause some type of behavioral change yeah you don't really really sometimes people don't even realize it so they don't and and it's it's just crazy because if you think about it like the, your 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 trauma is uh how can i put it uh, it, it 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 makes you who you're gonna be, yep, or, or who you are. Like it it like the trauma. Like if you choose to deal with it, or if you choose not to deal with it. If you choose to deal with it, you know you can become a a you can become a better person. You can become a, like you a mentor um, to other people who experience the same kind of trauma that you experience, or you can become the person that you know holds it in doesn't get the help that they need, um, doesn't get what they, doesn't get it taken care of, and you just, and you still just, and you're dealing with it in in an underlying condition, because most people will block it out, like, it'll be in their subconscious, all the way in their subconscious, they'll block it out, and um, with some traumas, you know, some people, uh, you know, block it out so much that, you know, they, they, like, they'll completely forget, and, they like completely forget like they won't it can't even recall what happened at all like it like it never like it like to them it never happened at all because yep. that's how much they that's how much they blocked out that that piece of trauma I actually seen um a movie uh where the little girl uh little girls are uh, a girl she's like a teenager i think she was um trying to go back and it was a show she could go back in time with this little machine and she tried to go save her father from you know they you know her mother told her like, your father died in a car accident so she went back to that day to avoid the car accident so her father wouldn't pass but and doing when she did it and she came back and she thought she fixed everything it 
then the the um she got a flashback of what actually happened to her father and realized that her father didn't die in a car crash she he died in an accident or he died in a sea I'm trying to save her from being from drowning in the lake he drowned in the lake but she blocked it out and she wow. created uh, she created a whole new thing where she told her mother that her father died in a car accident because how traumatizing it was for her she blocked it out completely what really happened and created something different wow and that that's that can that can do serious damage to you i mean yeah, the, the mother um said that the doctors told her not to tell her what actually happened because it may you know it may affect her negatively which is you know it's understandable because she's still a kid right but there's some people that's still dealing with this like you said like we're almost in our 40s they're still and people are still dealing with that past trauma Exactly. And some people, some people aren't willing to like people that know that the like family members that are that they know the trauma happened to, you know, is um, you know, the, as as a kid, they won't even say anything if that if the person that it happened to don't bring it up because they don't want to drudge up those old feelings. They don't want to have to, and some people just don't want to have to deal with it. Yep. Yeah, and we see this, you know, especially with the black in the black community with the black family. There's so many, you know, we had growing up in the in the black family, there's so many like, you know, family secrets and things that happened, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago that have just really been kind of swept up under the rug, but it's really doing us a disservice in the future to the future generation. Um, because there was um there was a person who I was talking with and you know, they were saying that their grandfather had basically two separate families, but was married to their grand, his grandmother, but he had, you know, a whole other family. He had other kids um, in that particular, that city. And, you know, there were certain things, you know, that spawned from that different um, substance abuse and, and just different things that spawned from that particular situation that just really got passed down through the generations, right? Um, uh-huh. Kind of like basically a generational habit. And and then it's really affecting the, fa- the family currently. And it's just like, there's some things that we have to address as a Black family in order for the next generation not to continue this cycle that we're going through based off of the, the, the trauma of this certain event that these people aren't even around anymore, but we're still dealing with the the, resi- the residual effect of that trauma. Um, but we don't like to talk about it because it's kind of like, you know, we don't want to bring that up and that's kind of taboo to talk about, you know, but those are the things that we really have to deal with head on, even though it's difficult, but, you know, for the future generations, we need to basically free ourselves of those particular generational habits that we've created around the the trauma that happened. So, you know, in the black community and the black, you know, families, you know, there, there just needs to be one big therapy session because, you know, we've gone through some, some very, you know, horrendous things in, in the past and going back, you know, 50 to 100 to 120, you know, years ago, there's things that happened that we still need to, to talk about. We still need to, to, um, to basically internalize and, and, and create some conversations around it. So we won't basically go through this, this uh, generational cycle, you know, and passing it down to the next generation. So, I mean, it's the same thing with, you know, childhood trauma, 
it can neg negatively affect someone, um, you know, in their adulthood. It's the same concept as, you know, there's been family trauma that really hasn't been addressed and then it's affecting the family now. So, um, yeah, it's just really, a, you know, a point of conversation, you know, throwing away egos and, and, and things like that. So it's, you know, same concept with, with the, with the family. That was just a thought that I had with the, it's more pertaining to the, the black family and, and the black community as a whole. I mean, I mean, you're right because we, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, in the black community that we don't address, um, that it has traumatized, especially in the family. Yeah. Um, that, you know, people don't talk about like they know but you know it's whispers behind you know whispers behind closed doors mm -hmm. yeah um things that you you know that that you that they don't want to bring up in front of certain people because they know it's going to cause friction yep but there's some things that you know need to be discussed um but some and some people just don't want to and won't won't discuss it um yep. there was something that happened you know, within my own, um, with my own um, immediate family. And, you know, you know, I tried to, you know, resolve the, I tried to resolve the, it, there actually was two situations that came up. I tried to resolve the issue uh, by talking to the person. And there's like, I said, can we talk about this? And they're like, no, I don't want to talk. No, mm -hmm. I, I tried several, I tried two different times. It was like, it was like, I, I can't get them to talk to me. Yeah. And I like, I, it's like, I can't fix what, you know, I can't help fix the problem, fix our relationship if we, you know, we don't talk. But they just refuse to talk. Exactly. And then it was, and it was another time where, you know, you know, they, you know, you get treated with kid gloves. You know, like yeah. when you go to, when you go to like family events, you get, <laughs> you get treated with kid gloves. No matter how old you are, mm -hmm. you get treated with kid gloves. Yeah. And one time I, express myself you know about a certain situation how i was being treated and you know they treated it like it was like oh you calm down you know you're going overboard with it ha 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 you like like no this is not how you deal with this situation exactly yeah like, I'm, I'm i'm coming from my heart being honest expressing myself but y'all treating it like a joke and some and that's how some families do and it's you know, but it, it can on a worse scale. It's like like you said, like um, somebody's molested. Um, some they got somebody got murdered in front of them. Um, or um, there's there's um, things I've heard where you know, um, kids got um, kids saw their um, mother being raped. You mm -hmm. know, right right in front of them. You know, yep. and like and. We and some things we don't know what kids do. Like that's how, you know, you guess um, how you can get some, you know, molestations. You know, seeing somebody raped. That's how um, the testosterone builds up, or you know, the mistreat of the mistreat of um, the the man mistreating the woman in the house. You know, you know, beating them or doing the same, just doing the same thing that they saw. Yeah, because they're so tra they're traumatized by it, and they don't realize that it's affecting how they're growing up. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And then, um, like I said, there, you know, I got a cousin right now who's currently, you know, in um, in jail. She's been in jail since 2006 and she has five more years to do. But, 
seeing how she grew up because me her and I we grew up like brother and sister and it's just so hard to be like you know this girl is basically doing you know almost 20 years and well she yeah five years it was like 2006 so she's slated to get out in 2026 um but just remembering what happened like you know her mom would would promise her that she's going to come over her grandma's house and her mom would never show up and I still remember my my cousin sitting by the door waiting on her mom and that's traumatizing to a child right we're like six seven years old and she's excited like yeah my mom is going to pick me up she promised me we're going to go ice we're going to get ice cream she's going to take me to the mall shopping and she just never shows up and this happens repeatedly not just once and then it's just like yeah and then it's just like you know because I mean my cousin is the sweetest person you would never thought you know back then if, if someone told us that my that that particular cousin would be in in prison for 20 years you would you would have thought you know but it would just you know now as as an adult it's just like okay these are the things that I've seen firsthand happen and you know they're really she really didn't have any you know she was raised by her grandparents they were a little older so they they you know really weren't really spending time or talking with her like they should have been you know they tried to get her a mentor but that didn't work and it's just like man you know it, it's sad it's just like you know all of this childhood trauma is affecting you know spills into you know when we're adults and it's just like man so that like I said that's why I take it upon myself to at least try to be a mentor whether it's kids in the neighborhood I try to talk to them um you know see where their head is and just like hey if you need somebody to talk to you just you know I'm here you know with different young younger cousins that I have you know I always talk to them just, just to see where their head is because you know sometimes you know like I said pop, these people don't have these positive reinforcements so um, right. You know, it's just some, something to think about. And, and then as far as what the family goes, you know, like you said, you always get treated with kid gloves. It's like you try to maybe bring stuff up as an adult and they're just like, you know, or certain things I won't even talk about because that's quote unquote grown folk business because as a child, that's what you were told. Like stay out right. of grown folk business. You don't bring that up and you just really internalize that as an adult and you still, you're in that mindset like, I'm not supposed to bring that up or ask that person that question because that's still grown folk business. So, you know, it just, it's, it's just a whole lot of work that needs to happen, you know, on the family side and, and on the, uh, you know, the individual side, because I just really hate to see our people go through these, these cycles just seems like it's like an endless cycle, you know, and then all we really have to do is just, you know, deal with the, with the trauma head on, you know, talk to people, just just from a conversation could could uh resolve a lot of that or just uh you know an i love you or you know just something some really small gesture could could um could free a person you know from from dealing with that in the future yeah it's it's definitely gonna and it's definitely a lot of work that some people are not gonna want to do but in order to make it work you have to do the work and I feel like there's a lot of people that, you know, that don't want to do that when it comes to, it's like, especially when it comes to men, they don't want to do the work. They just want yep. to, to let there and linger. And as a man, if you, you can't let that linger, especially um, if you're ha- you have a family that you're, you're trying to, you're trying to raise, you, you exactly. can't sit there and be like, like, okay, well then, you know, this will, this will solve itself eventually. And, and that's, but that's what's in your head. It's like this will this will be solved eventually. Like, exactly. 
You're like, but you don't know that. Like, you can't say it will be solved and, you know, just expect n- nothing to happen. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. And then I've seen people turn their trauma around. You know, something happened to them when they were a child. And it's just like, you know what? That happened to me as a child. They'll deal with it, it itself or they'll take on um, the responsibility of dealing with it themselves. They may, you know, reach out to the person who, you know, abused them or, you know, they'll reach seek help. You know, they're proactive about it to the point where it, it doesn't spill into their adulthood and then they come out stronger. So I've seen it. I've seen it work that way as well. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, you definitely, it, that definitely can happen. Yeah. Um, like you said, be like, even like being a mentor, like being a mentor can help um, certain people, you know, deal with that because once they, because they're, since they're being a mentor, they're dealing with it themselves. They're talking exactly. about it yep. and, you know, it's, they're helping out, you know, them, not just themselves, but everybody that like everybody who's going through it yep. and the, and helping themselves in the process. Exactly. 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 So, yeah, we just, you know, this was a uh, definitely a good discussion, a much needed discussion. <laughs> uh, de- definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's so many people that's, you know, they went through things as a child and they really just kind of buried it in their thoughts and not realizing that it's affecting, you know, their particular behaviors and actions as an adult. So, um, yeah, for those listeners, you know, if there's something that happened to you as a child that really, that caused a lot of trauma, you know, there's, you know, different ways to deal with it. Uh, if you, you know, some people don't know it's affected, it's affecting them right in their adulthood. Right. So it's just good to talk to someone about those certain things that happen in your your childhood because it's just really not good to just sit on them you know just let someone know because they can you know help you get through it um you know pray prayer is always the key prayer is always the answer pray on it um yes and, and the lord will definitely see you through you know that particular situation so um you know it's, it won't happen overnight one step at a time you know and just are you willing to take that step right and you know, reach uh, reach out to us. You know, if you, um, I'll make sure we have some in the description, you know, some um, information, you know, to help deal with any trauma that you may have experienced, uh, anything that you need to go through. Um, I'll also start putting our email if you want to reach out to us via email. You know, yeah. just to, just to just to have a conversation with us. You know, outside of this podcast, or if you yeah. have any. Um, things you think um, we should talk about on our podcast, um, reach out to us. Um, that's the um, the men of the men, the hearts of men. <laughs> I can't talk today. The hearts of men, Cincy at gmail.com. That's the yeah. hearts of men, Cincy at gmail.com. Um, you know, we're, we're here to listen to whatever you need. Um, any suggestions that anybody has. Um, you know, we because we we like doing this. We like to reach out, especially to oh, the you know, to, the, to the men. You know, find out what's in your heart, find out what's going on inside of you, because you know, as men, we try like we we've stated before, like we try to be you know the tough ones. We don't show emotion, and but we need to. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, um, let's go ahead. I'll go ahead and pray us out. Okay.
Dear Heavenly Father, today, Lord, we thank you for us being here, Lord. We thank you for us, you know, being able to reach out and, you know, to everybody who's listening to us, Lord, that, you know, they hear what we're saying, they take to heart what we're saying, and that, you know, to help these people dealing with any kind of childhood trauma, that they'll be able to reach out to somebody to get the help that they need, whether it's been 10, 20, 50 years, Lord, that they can reach out to handle what they need to, Lord. And we ask that you continue to bless our, our listeners, Lord. Bless us as we keep to, uh, continue to do this, Lord, that we may continue to glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Great conversation once again. Definitely. Definitely. And once again, we'd like to reach for you to reach out to us, you know, um, on any avenue, uh, wherever you listen to us at, uh, um, just reach out to us. And um, once again, this has been the Hearts of Men, a Rock Life podcast. I have been Brandon. And I'm Arlen. And we'll see you next time.